You're listening to the World Famous White Roof Radio, Wolfcast number 654, recorded March 14th, 2019. Tonight brought to you, as always, by our good friends over at CravenSpeed.com, MotoringStripes.com, and OutMotoring.com. Mini performance, speed, and style, it's OutMotoring.com. Who wants to do a show? Can we do a show now? Yeah, yeah, Gabe, are you there? Yes. Okay, beautiful. Hey, everybody. It's DB in Arizona. Finally, bringing you a brand new episode of the World Famous White Roof Radio. Full crew pretty much tonight as well. My good friend, as always, Mr. Todd Pearson has joined us. Todd, say hi. Uh, I am here. Hello. From MotoringStripes.com. Go buy stripes to quit buying crap off of Amazon. Uh, of course, the good reverend is here as well. Mr. Chad Miller from Detroit Tune. DetroitTune.com. Chad. I would agree with the sentiments that DB has said about buying crap off Amazon. That's right. Don't buy crap from Amazon. And uh, speaking of crap from Amazon, Mr. Gabe Bridger. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can you buy was... a Bridger on Amazon? No. Well, you, you buy a book about my ancestor, but that's about it. Uh... <laughs> and is it, but is it crap? No, it's a good book. Oh, well, then there's I several. Take, then I there's take many. Back, there's then a plethora. I take back my prior crap uh, comment. And uh, I, I retract that. Apologies. Uh, and if you guys had trouble with motoring file last week, um, check again. It's fixed. Uh, we're, Apparently, it was like an hour of, of, of bad server time. Yeah, it was. Well, that was like kind of like the thing in tech all week. It was like Facebook had an outage and Instagram had an outage. And now motoring file had an outage. And uh, Google was had issues. There's been issues all over on the Internet lately. We're just going to chalk it up to that. But anyway, motoring file should be good to go now. If not, of course, ping us on the Twitter or something. Won't you? Thank you. Uh, and on that note, I will say, like, everything needs to stop updating itself. Everything worked before. <laughs> Nothing else needs updating. No Windows, no iPhones, no uh, Android phones. Nothing. Stop updating yourself because you're just breaking it. I know because you know, I tried, I tried to run a, a credit card charge for a customer or for a client today. Yeah. And, you know, I plug in my, I've got the, the fancy little, you know, uh, your little square, square, your little square chip thing. reader. It yeah. does Apple Pay. Does oh, yeah, yeah. You get the fancy one, right fired up and then all of a sudden it goes oh you can't use this until there's a system update right and uh, that takes 20 minutes of course <laughs> good nightmare good. yeah you yeah, know, yeah. You know Every, everything right now is broken on the end you know what world i want to move to i don't know if you guys are watching this will be just a just a little short uh drift into the shuttle cast i don't know if you guys are watching the umbrella Academy. yes haven't started yet. Okay, so I'm not going to do any spoilers, but I, you're going to notice once you get past the brilliant cinematography and the amazing story and the brilliant acting and the great production, you're going to notice there is a complete and total lack of chip-based technology. None. None at all. And it's what? and it's really cool. You never noticed that, Gabe? Uh, I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm oh. just adding sound effects. Who's wa- oh, Who's watched The Umbrella Academy besides me? Is that on TV? It's on Netflix. Oh, okay. I highly recommend yeah, no, it. It's really good. <laughs> it's really good. I'm enjoying it a lot. It has kind of a, a Stranger Things vibe to it, kind of like <laughs> that. Amazing story, amazing production. Cinematography literally is just going to make you just blow your mind. Okay, let's move back into White Roof Radio Lane. Anyway, we're, we're not going to talk about TV shows tonight. No, we've got Gabe on. We're going to get... You guys caught up on news from MotoringFile.com? We've got a lot of stuff to talk about. A lot about. of stuff to talk about. Uh, I think we've got a, a Mini in the Mud we might talk about. i got a friend who's looking to buy a Mini. We might talk about that. Chad's got stuff that he needs to get rid of at Detroit Tune. We're going to talk about that. 
Todd's going to, yeah. uh, I think Todd's going to be doing like a, a rapping contest in Vegas. We might talk about that. Who knows? It's a full uh, crew. I'll tell you, I sold more product of Todd's in the last 24 hours, I think, than Todd sold <laughs> of his product. <laughs> it's close. It's close because I spent my last two days working on a uh, Toyota Highland. Oh, that sounds exciting. I guarantee, I guarantee we're not going to talk about that either. Uh, yeah. We're going to talk about Mini Cooper stuff. Trust me, we are. We're going to do all that here in just a minute. First, what do we do? We remind you guys about one of the fine sponsors here underneath the white roof, our good pal, our bestest friend in the whole wide world. Yikes. That's not me hitting my microphone. It's actually our, our friend over at Motoring, OutMotoring.com. You guys love them. We love them. Everybody loves them. You know why you love them? Over at motoring.com. I'm going to tell you why you love outmotoring.com. Because first of all, outmotoring.com, he gets you motoring rewards. When you ever place an order, you can earn points. Everybody loves playing for points. You can, uh, you, he'll make sure you always get the right parts for your car. If you're part of a mini club, he will totally help you support your club. You just have to send him an email and just say, help. And he'll he'll help you out. It might be stuff from the swag closet. It could be a gift certificate. You never know. Uh, he's really generous with that kind of stuff. It's really cool stuff. Uh, free shipping if you spend more than $195. 100% happiness guarantee. And if you need a hitch for your mini, Aaron's got you covered at minidomore.com. There's a link there at the top of outmotoring.com. Don't forget, I want you guys to make sure if you – I'm sure you have – but in case you haven't, sign up for the newsletter. When you do, when you get a newsletter, you get a 5% discount code. He also posts that in his stories that he posts at motoringfile.com when he does when he gets around to writing those for us, which is actually quite amazing. Okay? And the other reason you're going to go to Outmotoring is because it's like your cloud-based Mini Cooper parts desk. Well, Mini Cooper and Aston Martin parts desk, actually. You just got Aston Martin parts. Um, but anything that you can need for any Mini, he's going to have it. And if he doesn't have it, he'll get it. And he's going to get it for you for probably a price cheaper than the dealer selling it for you for. And it's probably the same part. And there's so much background noise. You're right, Chad. Um, but go over there. Check it all out. Um, what are we looking at today? We're going to look at Cooper Club. We're looking at Clubman, interior parts. You can go over there. And he's got all the things. All the accent trim pieces that you want. All the really cool chrome bits. Got it. Done and done. Don't forget also all the personal gear, hats, the shoes, the watches. Aaron's got you covered. Outmotoring, outmotoring.com. Go over there, please, and check them out. That, of course, one more time is our friends at Outmotoring, outmotoring.com. Mini performance speed and carbon fiber door trim set for the R55. That's outmotoring.com. Interesting. Interesting. Dave, you're not even going to buy Clubman. Just you don't care. You don't care. About Clubman? An R55. You're not going to buy an R55, are you? No, no, uh, no, I won't. Yeah, see, told you. Yeah, I won't. Yes, I know. Gabe's looking for a, a GP right now. We're not talking about it. Um, we're talking about true. other stuff. Overrated, Gabe. I've, I had They're, two of them. Yeah, you know. true. It's just, it's no, honestly. yeah, but you haven't had. But I'm I'm looking to buy one in the next decade. Oh, okay. okay. It's it, it once you hit the 2020s, it's like then they make sense. Okay. Oh, oh okay, sure. How about some of that news music? Or something equally Is that how it goes? That's exactly how it goes, Gabe. Or is it... No, we can't play that music. Am I going to get this pulled from YouTube if I do that? You're going to get this pulled from YouTube now, Gabe. Thank you very much. For those of you, and this will be the only bit if you don't subscribe to the Black Roof Radio feed over at patreon.com forward slash Radio. Yeah, you would have heard that we had a YouTube video pulled 
from nine years ago, and it was our Anviv intro. I'll find a way to repost it so you guys can see it. And we used the ACDC and the whole thing. It was actually quite brilliant. It took us three days to make this stupid video. That was awesome. Um, and YouTube finally pulled it down. So, so uh, there's so much to talk about. Yeah, on, Gabe, uh, I'm just gonna let you. A, I'm just gonna let you start. Let's. Uh, we don't need to talk about all of it. But there's yeah, like a yeah, lot. Yeah. Of, there is Not a lot of, of stuff. I'm gonna um, hit some highlights. Yeah, it's the first highlights. thing I want to start with. Um, first thing I want to start with is the BMW X2 nope. M35i. Nope. Wrong who wants to, who wants to know why? Because Todd. it's got the same engine as the upcoming uh, JCW Countryman and Clubman. Yes, and I give GP. Well, on the GP. Well, yeah. So yeah. I drove. I drove this car. Um, I drove this car in anger. I might add. That's just a term that English journalists use to oh, say fast. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, you got it. Don't, My drive, don't drive angry. Don't. Drive I was like, no. He's got kids. <laughs> I, I drove it in anger. I had my jumper on. <laughs> you were and wearing a jumper. I wore, and I wore trainers. And trainers. So, um, did you so get anyway, transported so, back to 1992? No, this is that's what you say in Britain. Oh, so, okay. Back to the back to the story. So, um, this is the 302 horsepower B forty six engine that B forty eight. Sorry, that we all know and love. This is the engine that we have talked about on Motorfile since like 2014. So, it finally hit the market, and the first card hit in is the X two M thirty five I. Great. How does it feel? Well, it can only be had with an automatic in the X2. So I drove, obviously, the automatic. Um, I have I, my daily is a uh, Countryman JCW with, right. with a 230 horsepower engine version of that. Right. Last year, I had a automatic, same automatic, with that same JCW engine. So I can give you a fairly good assessment. And so... Um, I have a one-word comparison for you. Todd, are you ready? All right. Faster. Well, okay. <laughs> well, it's, naturally. It's faster. It's got 60 so, horsepower more than the than the base motor did. Try 70-something, actually. Sure. I'm not good at math, but 70, 72-ish. Sure. So it's, it's, so it's faster. No, but it's, it's neck-snapping faster. Okay. Um, it's not... I mean, crazy fast, but when you're used to the speed that the Mini gives you, this is a big difference. And the X2 is heavier than the Minis are as well. A and so, pounds heavier. No, 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 well, no. It's top. actually, well, top. yeah, yeah. The Countryman and the Clubman are, are right there with it. It's like yeah. they're just a little bit lighter. Right. But point being, it is noticeably faster. I mean, you, we, you know, I, I drive this car every single day, the JCW Countryman. It's a quick car. You know, I do, I, I do all right in it. Right. Um, it's not, it doesn't, you know, it's not a stoplight racer, but it, it'll win at stoplights if it needs to. This new car with launch control and the automatic, um, it's fast. Okay. It's, it also sounds really good. Okay. It, there's, there's some, there's some decided, there's some differences with this car that I'm really excited to see what Mini does with them. Specifically, the sound. The sound oh. has been tuned quite different. And where are we going to um, see? The, where are we going to see this engine bank, uh, cape again? It's going to go in the JCW Countryman and Clubman, starting with July production. Okay. Of this year, that's. And and um, I have some news on that uh, in terms of the 
uh, some of the details. It will be drum roll, please. I don't have drum roll. Automatic <laughs> only. Well, that's that's not surprising. Makes sense. Yeah, so not if if this is not if this is a replacement for the current JCW Clubman and Countryman, full on replacement, which we believe it will be, that means that the JCW Countryman and Clubman will be losing the manual transmission option. Yeah. Yep. At least with that engine, do you think they could potentially offer previous D48 engine at the same time or there, nope this is it this is no, not for, I, not honestly for Todd, I think the take rate I think the take rate would be so low right. that they would I, I, I think they calculated it and they said listen it's going to cost X number of millions of dollars to offer a manual in this car yep. and um, economies of scale being what they are it's going to be in the X1 it's already in the X2 it's going to be in the next generation 2 Series sedan, which there's going to be a 2 Series sedan. It's going to be the 1 Series sedan in China. It's going to be in the the Club in the Country. All, all in. Why would amount... somebody want 74 fewer horsepower in a car? Yeah. Well, and the, the percentage of people that would have taken the manual, even right. at 302 horsepower in the Countryman and Clubman, compared to the rest of the, the units sold for BMW, would have been so small that they just looked at it and said, Unfortunately, and I know most people at BMW like they, they hate making this decision, but unfortunately, it doesn't make any sense, and so they're they cut it. And so, many and so, so the next question, yeah, the next question is, well, do we offer the old engine with the old transmission or the manual transmission? And to your point, Todd, who's going to buy that car? You know, yeah. I mean, I love manuals, love them. I I you have also like three of them. Four additional horses. Exactly, I have three of them in my garage right now. Right. But um, I'd have a hard time passing up because the automatic is so good. It's really good. And you know, and, you and, know, and here's Gabe, the secret, guys. Here's the saying... secret about the transmission, the the manual transmission, and the Countryman, the JCW Countryman, and JCW Clubman have the worst manual transmission mini cells. Okay, and and give elaborate, please. Well, I've already written about it on on Modern Files. So yeah, and that was, it was clickbait. Then. But but no, you, it was you, not clickbait because clickbait. you wanted to hear the rest of it, don't you? No, I, I don't want to hear. There, I read, no, I read no. The, story the reason, <laughs> if you read it, so then you did. There you go. So it's because the the reason why is because it's an ASIN six speed yeah. manual transmission that was designed and engineered for Toyotas. That transmission ultimately made its way to the Lotus Evora of all places, where so they did a, some modifications. The, Mini took camera. that. Mini took that. Those modifications, basically that iteration from the Lotus, brought it to the Mini. So when you drive that car, there's some there's some interesting little things about it. Number one, there's a cant, and I swear to you, it is so subtle, but it's there, slightly to the right. Because it was designed for a right-hand drive car by Lotus engineers, they basically kind of effed with it. So and it was also mainly meant for Japanese market Toyotas. Which so there's is also this. So, drive. but there's a there's a the first to second in that transmission is just long, so long. Well, not um, if you put a short shifter in it, but really, I mean, the the really hard part of that. Whole transmission is the clutch. I mean, that's what keeps failing. It's not the uh, on the on the F sixty. Uh, the R cars. But, oh, yeah. the R cars. Yeah, no, no this <laughs> yeah. is a totally different clutch. Yeah. So this is so. But Chad, the the the, the problem with this is that the, the length of the throws, and you're right, oh. you can change that. 
um, there's there's also some some sort of subtleties within the way that it engages in the transmission itself that's different. And and it makes you realize how good the Getrag manual is on all the other minis. So for what it's worth, guys, I know it sucks that we're gonna lose it, but it's the worst one they sell. Well, but again, you know, it's interesting that like I haven't actually driven one of those because most of the customers are buying automatics or that's what the dealers are buying anyways. So Right. I don't think there's that many out there. I have a question for Gabe. I have a question for Gabe. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So, Gabe, you keep saying that the, that, the question? that the automatic is good in the F cars. So, my concern is I have the R59 Roadster, right? It's Roadster yes. S, and it has quite possibly, and I don't know if this is a problem with the transmission, programming combination of the two. It is the worst automatic transmission I've ever driven in my entire oh, life. Oh, it, it, that's a problem with the program because that 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 it's a completely mediocre transmission. Yeah, it's it's a business. No, nowhere truly, near. No, 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 no. Nowhere near awful. the worst. Is what yeah. I'm saying. It's truly awful. It's like a it, but it's like a C plus in, in every other every other because I've driven a lot of those cars. It's 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 just bad. They're all bad in that time period. But it's yeah, not horrible. Okay. So if I so because if you look around and I'm looking to actually get into something that has less miles because I don't want to blow a turbo in hundred thousand miles in this car. I don't have to deal with that kind of headache. So if but, I, so if I keep looking around and if I could find a Cooper S or a Cooper with that man, with the automatic transmission, I would be well suited. I'd be well served by that car. Which with the F six and the F in the F cars. Yes. Same same transmission. Okay. What it is. But but you want to hear something. Ridiculous. Because well, I don't want it. Then. It feels completely different. Completely different. And the reason why is because of software. Better software. Don. Yeah. Do you have the N18 in your car? I do. Your turbo is got an extended warranty to 100,000 miles. Or should. Well, anyway. and I've got extended warranty coverage on my car anyway. So, uh, and, okay. I, and I know it's not a matter of when. It's a matter of it's not a matter of if. It's a matter of when on that car. I just don't want to have to deal with it. Uh, Only if you don't smart move. Show. By the way, smart yeah, move. I've I've got two years out of that car and I've had a good time with it. Um, by the way, smart move. I think anybody with those cars should have an extended warranty. I think oh, anybody yeah. that has a, a used BMW or Mini could have an extended warranty. No, yeah. I, I disagree there. I disagree. A, a BMW above a five, yes. Below a five, no. Yeah, we got a we got the extended on my uh, my on my girlfriend's uh, five, and but that car has been bulletproof. I mean, literally. Really? Bulletproof. What year? Uh, uh, 2013. Same as the Roadster. Oh yeah, that's the that's the so the the E60, which is previous to that model, was such a um, cluster. For BMW, hmm. that they over-indexed on quality, ah. and and that's basically what you see in the F56. Right, is an over-indexing of engineering and making sure the thing was not going to break. <laughs> right, and so you you end up with cars that are like really well built. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we can continue. I'm sorry for the for the distraction. No, 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 it's okay. Just... We got lots to talk about. Let's. But this is the next one is is I think a really cool one. Oh, so to sum it up, X2 M35i really fast, right. much faster than the jcw uh, club and countryman which means and, and if so, that's the motor that's going to be the new jcw motor across the range that means that the next jcw car is going to be wicked fast is what you're saying gabe going to be awesome and we're talking about the big ones not the not the hatch but yes you're yeah, right yeah, got it. i've got okay. updates on the jcw range by the way that i haven't posted in motor file we'll talk about in a second so 2020 <laughs> brings jcw gp and right. it is getting the full concept treatment we have talked about this we have wondered about this and it's happening so that means the jcw 
GP is going to get those crazy ass carbon fiber box fenders. Oh, really? Yeah. That is true. Carbon fiber box fenders. It's going to get a wicked ass wing, two piece wing. Wow. It's going to get, are you sitting down? Yeah. Good. 302 horsepower. Wow. It's going to get a digital display in the in the in the steering wheel. Yeah, in the steering wheel. And and here's the news. So so Todd, yeah. we talked about this, right? I, I believe so. Yes, there he is. Yep. There he is, ladies and gentlemen. Three hundred two horsepower is confirmed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. that's confirmed. As is the transmission choice. Oh, it feels like another drum roll here. No, it's gonna like be a, it's gonna be an automatic, right? So we talked about this before. We thought, you know, it's been manual only forever. Yeah. Mini is being, and and I'm going to tell you right now, if I read between the lines, a little bit forced here to offer the JCWGP as an automatic only. Yeah. Yeah. Not again. Not a surprise. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's been, and I've written about it on Motorfile. It's been, and frankly, it's been confirmed three times now. Right. Can't they I've get? Had, I've had my third source confirm that. And and the reasoning behind that, Gabe, isn't because of, of a take rate or you know people don't want to buy a car with manual transmission. In this particular car, it's actually because it's faster and they can get better control and traction out of the automatic transmission. I I think here's the thing. I think I think if if yes and no. I mean, that's a true. That's a fact. What you just said. However, if 90% of the people wanted to buy that car as a, a manual. Yeah. Then they would find a way to spend some extra time. And we're talking like a month or two. Right. Spend some extra time refining the traction, refining the launch, refining all these different basically algorithms to make that car perfect with a manual transmission. But they realized that they'd rather spend that time with an automatic because most people want an automatic that are going to spend that much money and have a car with that much horsepower. Right. And so now you have a very different kind of GP. And listen, nobody's, I haven't driven it, obviously. Um, I've heard whispers, like whispers that this car is amazing. I mean, I, I will say that um, I have talked to people who are like us, who love manual transmissions, who are, really excited about this car not because they work at many but because they actually want to buy one got it and th these people have seen the car and they know what's coming so i i know it's a disappointment to to, to hear it's an automatic only and frankly i'm disappointed i mean that that sucks it should be a manual but it sounds like it's going to be a hell of a car yeah i mean the the new automatic transmissions what transmission are they going to put in that thing gabe which is going to be the, the eight speed? asin eight speed yeah, yeah. which Same is one. which Same is supposed ours. to be a brilliant transmission um mm -hmm. and have an amazing you know uh, manual mode and a, do the downshift for you and all the things yeah it's all you're, good you're going to smoke anything else at any track you take it to so there you go no it's all good stuff yeah so i'm gonna i'm gonna move Move on through yes. a couple other things, and I'm, and I'm kind of combining some things here so we can we can get into um, two pieces of two debates. I think that'll be be nice and healthy. Um, so the electric mini has been test driven by a like a handful of European journalists. Very yeah, recently. for like for like ten minutes, yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. wasn't very long. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't unsupervised, and it was like in a parking lot, kind of a, a autocross course type thing. And they. And I was not allowed 
to go because I, I assume because they thought I was going to break it. Probably. So it's because it doesn't have so a manual transmission. Correct. My my left foot would have gone and, through the floor. And I've recently ridden in a Tesla Model Model Three. So go. It's very different. Throw, it's very different. So this is a car that we've waited to find stats, you know, for for a while, and uh, now we have them. So here it is. 181 horsepower. Mm-hmm. It's going to um, the battery. I'm just I'm just gonna give you some stats because I think it's actually pretty interesting. The battery is 441 pounds. That seems really light to me for a battery. So well done, BMW. Oh, that seems very heavy, but I don't know anything. Zero to 60, 62, zero to 62 is 7.7 seconds. Now this is so the, to, this is essentially the battery system out of the i3, right? i3s yeah the i3s right right okay go yeah the, the entire drivetrain's out of the i3s right so um and here's the big one the range yeah 120 miles is what they are estimating that doesn't again doesn't sound horrible for a small it's car not bad for electric cars anyway and a small, small one for small yeah. electric cars yeah todd could you i'm curious could you could you survive with that Oh yeah, because absolutely. I know Kansas City, everything is like forty minutes away. Wrong. Um, <laughs> I mean, Every time is... I've ever been to Kansas City, it's like, oh, uh, I got to go here next, and it's like it's seventy-five miles an hour for forty minutes. Oh, that's ridiculous. It takes me fifteen minutes to get anywhere in the city. But I mean, for me, it would be feasible, and I say that because I could, my, I could, my, I could do it. My brand new car. I've had two and a half months. I literally only have 900 miles on this car. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, DB, you, you could do this? Yeah, I would. Uh, yeah, but it would be just for back and forth to work and around town. I couldn't use this to drive to my parents' house. And this doesn't pass the DB can own an electric car because it'll drive to Vegas on a single charge um, test. Um, right. Other than that, and that's why I won't own an electric car because I have Well, friend, but you could always stop. The, you could stop at a, a Panera. For an, uh, an awkward two-hour charge. So I have friends that bought a Tesla Model S, and they live in Santa Clara, California. And as a test, they drove it to Phoenix for Christmas. And it took them two days between stopping for charging and waiting in line to charge and all the things. It took them two days to make a drive that should have taken them eight hours. That's what I said. The, the no. famous, you know, the the famous joke, DB from uh, MPTS. What was it, 2012? Yeah. That the uh, that I said is that you know Tesla. They saw what Mini was doing, with Mini takes the states, and they're going <laughs> to do Tesla takes the states. Yeah. And uh, Tesla takes the states is going to start in uh, at Memorial Day, and it's going to finish in Thanksgiving. That's right. <laughs> Cross yeah. country and they're getting like 200 miles a day. So really quick, well, I, so I was looking, big really problem. quick, I was looking at the battery stats and this, I just found this interesting because I was curious. Uh, other small electric cars like the Nissan Leaf, for example, uh, which is obviously it's a it's a much larger car and the new one's going to have some ridiculous amount of range, uh, 225 miles of range, but they're still going to sell with the 40 kilowatt hour battery pack, which is only going to give it 150 miles of range. So Mini is getting 120, or BMW is getting 120 miles of range out of a slightly smaller battery pack. So I give the win well, to uh, Mini here. Yeah, I think it's I think it's interesting because the other thing that's kind of cool is they have retrofitted a car that was never designed for a battery. Right. That's what I you think know, is so, interesting is they're shoehorning it uh, an electric car into an existing platform. Yeah. And so the other thing to, to remember, guys, is you know we talked about this before. This car was supposed to be you know, into life 2020, they're releasing this thing into 2019. 
the stories I've the, the the rumors I've heard is you're not going to see one of these cars till early 2020. So that should tell you everything. This car is going to be produced probably well past 2023. Would be my guess. Yeah. Okay. Well, so you realize we're only talking nine months from now. Now. Right. You're right. You're right. So here's the, here's the stat that to me makes the most it, it causes me the most pause. So I've 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 driven Teslas and I've driven i3s and I've 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 had a handful, not a million of them, but I've had a handful of electric cars and I've and I've really tried to test them. The thing that always gets me is the charging time, the amount of time it takes to fill the battery right. or fill it enough. Right, and so the 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 mark that a lot of them will talk about is the eighty percent charge mark. Right, because as you know, on your iPhone or your your other phone, you know the the first eighty percent is pretty quick, but it's the last twenty percent that takes the most time. Right. Same thing with a car; all lithium ion batteries are, are, are like that. So the Mini Cooper SE will take forty minutes for an 80% charge when hooked up to a 50 kilowatt DC charger, which is the fastest you that's will the, find yeah. period. Yeah. I mean, outside, outside of Tesla's. But so that me, sounds you, great, but they're hard to find. You don't see a lot of them. And I can right. tell and you from my experience, your house, it's going to cost thousands of dollars. It's not cheap. It's yeah, not cheap. It's not cheap. Now it, it may be good investment, Todd. I will say right. like if, if this is like your first of the next, you know, eight electric cars, yeah. not a bad thing to do. Right. But, you're right. That's expensive. So when we talk about what it really like, what it's going to take on a normal outlet from zero to a hundred, in my experience with the with the i3, it would take really between eight to twelve hours. Right. And if you want to do it like a level two charger, which is which is way more prevalent out there in the public, like you know, you know, the public chargers, you're talking about four to five hours to a hundred percent. So. You know, you really have to plan ahead, and that's the problem with these cars. If if it's a car you're using as a daily driver and you use it a lot, if you're using it as a as a commuter and as sort of a controlled environment, then it's perfect, and I would highly recommend it. Well, and it's it's different. I think people are going to have to learn different habits because I think there's two types yeah. of people in the world. Okay, there's the type of people I see who walk around with their iPhone and they never charge it until it needs. <laughs> Oh, I right? hate those people. You know, yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Eight o'clock in the morning at Starbucks, they're looking for a plug to plug charge their phone. Like me, and then there's that drives me nuts. The other kind of people like me, every night I go to sleep, I plug my phone in and it I, charges over. Here, my, yeah, my hand is raised. That's, I ruthlessly make fun of people who, I, I, you know, they're like in the morning, they're like, I got to find a charger. I'm like, know, oh, that's I, odd because you, you you charge your phone like overnight, so you must have a battery problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I even I even take it one step further. I'm carrying this new backpack that has room for a really giant anchor battery charger thing, battery pack, and I can charge my phone like 17 times off this one battery pack. So yeah. I, my my phone always has. This is the twenty thousand. Yeah, it's a twenty the twenty thousand. I travel. So I travel nice. with that. I I don't even rely on outlets anymore. Nope, no need. Anyway, sorry, I got distracted again. But no, yeah, it's, so it's so good. what I'm saying is I think it's a it's there's a mental thing. As far as electric cars, and not just minis. Well, it, isn't even a, even a, the quick charger, the level two chargers? Even those are expensive to install. I mean, fifty amp service. Most people have that. It's just a matter of running the wire to the garage. Yep. Well, right? here's, here's the other problem that we're just. Because I have fifty amp service in my house. My house is twenty years old. 
Yeah, and that's the other thing too is like they're, they're targeting cars to a lot of, and I'm going to use a word that Gabe absolutely loves, yes. a lot of hipsters. Uh-huh. No, come on. A lot of them that the lot millennials. Of you, you and the word hipster, man. It's so weird. Saying, these people who buy a house that's like, oh, I love it because it's a hundred years old and it's awesome and whatever, and then they go buy an electric car and, they come, and the electrician goes, you've only got a hundred amp service in this house. It's going to cost you uh, eight thousand dollars for the entire a whole house. new panel, bring in a whole new wire to your house, uh-huh. wire everything. We've got to upgrade the, the every, and they're going to, oh crap, I don't. Are now yeah so there's so many problems i think with the adoption of you know and, and, and it's just things so that people don't people, think about yeah so many things people don't right. think about it's, it's like not, they, they live in a really cool condo downtown with underground parking and the underground parking doesn't have any electricity at all um, well a lot of them a lot of them will have um chargers Sure. Yeah, but uh, I know well. you go anywhere now and there's like three chargers yeah you know you go to Wherever you go, they're like, oh, yeah, you can charge your electric car here. Yeah, there's only three of them in the entire, you know, there's 700 people at this whatever, and there's three. Yeah. It still is an infrastructure problem, not to mention everything. You're, well, that's said. true. It's so true. Not to mention everything you just said, Gabe, about <laughs> charge times. are yeah. Charge time's the killer. Yeah. You know, even if you just go in and plug it into your regular outlet, which you can do in yeah. your garage. Yeah. No, you can, and, and you're going to wait 8 to 12 hours. But here's the thing, guys. I... I you know, if if this is a controlled environment and I am looking at this car and saying, look, listen, I'm buying this car to drive every single day. And what that means is I commute it. Yeah. And I also have or my wife or my partner or whatever has a car that will take, you know, on the weekends to grandma's or something. Yeah. Uh, and that's great. almost how you have so to do it. Then it makes sense. And it not only makes sense, it makes a ton of sense. Because this car would make sense for me. I drive 40 miles a day, plus or minus, you know, a trip to the market or something like that. So I'm driving, we'll just say I average probably 50 miles a day that I drive. And this car makes total sense for that. Well, and we do that too here at the house. We have two cars. We have two minis here. We both drive to work. And we drive one of them on the weekend. The other one's six. Right. And... uh uh, and that's just the way it is, and I think some people are like that. But it's not everybody like that. And so yeah. I just think the adoption rate, it's not going to happen as fast as everybody says it's going to. Like, oh, gas cars are going to be dead in the next... Well, let's, let's talk about that because that, that, this, that's, a good, that's a good segue because yeah. we are now looking at, they call them ICE, internal combustion engines. We're looking at those cars basically being eradicated from i mean just from automakers and and it's interesting because we all know that small cars in the united states are are being killed on a daily basis there's not a lot of them left and that's primarily because fuel prices are low the the market just does not want them but in europe it's a different it's a different thing they are being legislatively is that that a word yes uh kind of eradicated because um, the way the WLTP, the, the way the environmental standards are working, and, and let me preface it by saying I love the earth and I would love to save it. However, it's an interesting thing what's happening because yeah. these new standards are, are, are basically making it mandatory to offer either a hybrid or electric version of a vehicle. That's- like you have to have hybrid at least as part of a car because it has to hit co2 targets which again great because you know co2 
bad, very bad in abundance, you know, in terms of the Earth's greenhouse. So they are. I think are, that's what California's doing too, Gabe. They, they, they are. That's true. That's true. And so what, um, but what, what is happening is they are now, VW has come out publicly and said, this is going to kill small city cars. Now, keep in mind, a mini, current mini size is not a city car. It may have invented the city car concept in a sense. Right. The current size mini is not. It's considered a, a, a small subcompact. City car is a different category. So the VW Up is a city car. It's not that much smaller, though. And so it doesn't mean that Mini's not feeling this, this, this pain. In fact, when we think about what this means is it means that small city cars cannot have an ICE engine. They have to be electric. And if they have to be electric, they have to be commuters. You cannot drive them that far because batteries, the size won't allow yeah, for the it. the size won't allow for it. Yeah, like and suddenly, a, VW is looking at this and saying, well, wait a second. We can't sell an ICE car without a hybrid attachment to it. And if we do that, it's too expensive. Nobody's right. going to buy a $30,000 city car. But we can maybe sell a small-range electric car for that price and that size. And thus, the internal combustion engine is gone Hmm. From small cars. Interesting. Interesting. Give me a timeline. Give me a timeline, Gabe. How long? I'll believe when I see it. Oh, oh it's gone. Yeah. No, it's gone. It'll be gone in five years. So in, in five Europe. years' time, I won't be in Europe. We won't be able to kill dinosaurs in Europe with in small, small cars. cars. In small cars. Hmm. Okay. Well, the only problem with that is, and I'm not opposed to any of these ideas because I, you know, all about saving the earth, just like yourselves. But there's a lot of people within the uh, the public, uh, you know, whoever that is, they don't have the money for these type of things. That, Chad, that's yeah. the problem. You're totally right. And, yeah. you know, we, we sold a car the other day, and we knew that it was just a pile. I mean, this car was like, hey, we lost money on this. It, it is what it is. Volkswagen Beetle. And it had a tick. It had all these things. It's like, here, it is what it is. 500 bucks. And the guy's like, I got to have it. Here you go. And and we knew that that car probably only lasted this guy probably four weeks. Okay. But he had to have a car. He had to have a car right now. He yep. had to have a car. Yeah. If he didn't, if he didn't have the car, he wouldn't have got the job. Or if he right. didn't have the car, he couldn't have visited his kids. He, no. he, he, he didn't make it to work. He couldn't. Something. You know, there's no right. Thanksgiving. No. Christmas died. Whatever. Yeah. Those people will never be, be able, able to, to afford. So. so you're Chad, that's the problem, yeah. and that's the punchline here. Is that that suddenly, and uh, in, in in the United States, it's a little bit different. But suddenly, you're taking away the entry, like the entry level for everybody in Europe. People in Europe, right. and you talk to people from Britain, especially. Well, maybe I do because I speak the same language I do. But the the point <laughs> is that like their first car was an old shitty hatchback, you know, right. like a Ford yeah. and or because that's like what that. they that's what they could afford. Yeah, and and now you're talking about old shitty hatchbacks like that. It, it's a different proposition. They have to be electric, and that's going to be more expensive. And so now the cheap little diesel or petrol powered Peugeot or whatever is just not going to be there. Yeah. Or when they do get old and shitty, the batteries are going to be kaput, and they're going to need six thousand dollars of the batteries, well, and that's out that's of the exactly price range right. of the the the, the 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 kid who's getting their first car. Great right? point. And mom, dad so, want to buy a car, yeah. and they want to spend about a thousand bucks, I mean fifteen hundred dollars, and they can't do it because. Sorry, mom, dad, I only have a twenty mile range. Th- yeah, they <laughs> can buy a five. Exactly, they buy a five hundred dollar car, but it needs batteries, so you got to spend six grand on batteries. 
Now, here's where transportation is dope. It changes because so many people are using ride-sharing services now. And oh, there's that. It's going to continue to go up, and it's yeah. going to be just fewer yeah. people are going to own cars than they do now. That's yeah. Just the next. I mean, I'm all about Ubers and ride-sharing and you know, Lyfts or whatever. I mean, I love it. I mean, whenever I'm in Vegas or, or whatever city, I, I don't want to rent a car. I can go to this place, to that place for six bucks, whatever, you know. Yeah. Up and down the street, it's great, but yeah. there's a lot of uh, expenses that people cannot afford in those type of things, and you yeah. know the, you know, so yeah, maybe no, Jack, right. maybe maybe your guy who needs a car, maybe instead of buying a five hundred dollar car, maybe they buy a five hundred dollar Lyft or Uber gift card. Gabe, what are you doing? Are you wrestling with your keyboard? He's swallowing the microphone. <laughs> I just I just ate a bird. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, that's no, not the I, quickest I was trying, way to I get I moved my headset. It was just bothering me. <laughs> okay. Sorry. That's all right. Stop. I apologize. I don't want to undermine Chad's point because it's 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 yeah. you know, it's the whole point of this whole article is that yeah. it it it's it's really when it comes down to it, like the reason one of the reasons why we love these cars so much is because you know, you can get a mini cheap. Like no options. You can still get them for like twenty one, twenty two grand. Oh, on the used market. On the used market, I'm seeing uh, twenty fourteen, twenty fifteen Coopers with less than fifty thousand miles, uh, going for like eleven or twelve. And there you go. So that that's awesome because it's a great car, and that to me is like an entirely sort of like a sub, like uh, can I say subreddit? Like basically like this sort of <laughs> subculture of minis. And I see these kids, you know, buying these new, and I see them post their motor file too. Like, I'm new to Mini. Like, I yeah. love this car so much. And it's like everything you're telling me is new and it's interesting. And I'm like, I've got enthusiasts. That's great. And I I do worry that, you know, the the whole notion of small cars, it's just going to be different. But let's move on because there's a couple other things I want to be, talk and be, about. But there's before we move on, things. and we mentioned this already, but if you're new to Mini and you want to get a Mini, Please, for the love of all things good and delicious, do not buy a used 2007 to 2014 Mini Cooper S. Thank you. Was that a PSA? That's amazing. I love it. Yes. We, so, we've said that once before. And as far as used cars go, honestly, and I would imagine Chad would, no, well, Chad won't agree because it, you're going to give Chad more money. If you no, live near I, Detroit no, Tune, I, by I all means, buy a 2007 to 2014 uh, Mini Cooper I, S. I don't want to have to fix your car. I don't want to have to give you the bad news that you owe $5,000 on your car and you still have to put – yeah, uh, $9,200 into it right Jesus. now because you need a brand new engine. Oh, my God. Can I suggest something, guys? Ta- to, honestly, because Chad, Chad something? would rather you spend you half that money. Car. But Chad, no, I'm going to suggest something. No, really quick, because Chad would rather you spend half that Honda. money on like wheels and like uh, suspension upgrades. I suggest, this is what I suggest. I suggest we all go in on a company no. that converts R56 ice drivetrains to electric no drop in no because gabe at the end of the day it's still no no at the end of the day it's still an r56 where the mirrors the exterior mirror glue delaminates and and the interior pieces fall off into your lap no it's not it's a it's better than r53 r53 in that regard no you lie yes it is it is totally better nope 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 it is better. The, I'm telling you, the not. quality besides the drivetrain no. is better. No, it's not. 
There's it's, no it's way not. it's not I better than I had a 2007 Cooper. Shit just fell off right. out of nowhere. Anyway, let's move on. I had one too, man. I had them all too. All right, so moving on. So um, there's two things I want to talk about next. The, the, the next thing is really I, – I can't stop looking at this car, specifically the ass of it, which, which I know car? is awkward. Yeah, the Corvette's uh, wide. We get it. The Superleggera. <laughs> oh, yeah. I did see that you reposted about Superleggera again. So can we just for a brief moment? Why do you brief, keep, brief why do you moment. keep fueling this flame? This car is I never, haven't I haven't ridden about the Superleggera in, in years. No, but then it's everybody on, been but then everybody on the everybody else on the Facebook on the internet goes, "Oh my god, we need to have this car. Please make this car." That's fine. Then they should say that and Minnie should listen. Yeah, but, that, uh, this but is Minnie the doesn't thing. listen because people are posting no, they in non-public do. Facebook they do. groups. Well, that's their <laughs> fucking You know what? Honestly, people listening to this podcast, if you want to get Minnie's attention, Comment on motoring file. Yes. If you comment elsewhere, they have no idea what's going on. They yes. don't care. You they have, don't think you exist. We've talked about they that They think before. you're a bot. They yes. think you are a bot. You have to Post leave a comment on motoring file. file. So the point, the point though, in, in me saying this is because this car, I know it's been a while, but this is the car that is going to influence the next generation mini. We're talking about the next next generation mini in a second. Okay. This is the car that's going to influence the interior, especially. Okay. And so it's 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 important. Like this is a this is if you look at it, this is an R fifty six or F fifty six chassis. Yes. The other thing is like we're going to go through another LCI, and I think we're going to do a whole other round of like styling refreshes. Yeah. Well, this. We've what better. if it looks like this? Right. What if it looks like this, kids? I mean, they could. Todd, go ahead. I said we can only hope. Yeah. Because, I mean, you look at it because... If, honestly, if, you, if the next Mini had a friend in like the Superleggera, dude, it's done. That's it. Perfect. Right. It, uh, there's two There's two things. I'll, I'll do that. I'll say this, and then we can move on. That consistently, in comments at Motoring File, comments on all of the social medias, when people say, what can Mini do to help, you know, increase sales, to change things, to turn things around, if you will? Because we've been on a four-year slide now, five-year mm-hmm. slide in sales. The two most common things people say is one, it's ugly. Yes. I don't like the looks of it. It doesn't have that. Still, people in- still, I hear that today. Even from 2002 to 2007, the car had kind of some universal appeal yes. where it was like mm-hmm. more people liked it than didn't. Okay. That's why I call you. Yeah, yeah. Even Damn. all the way through the R56 range. I'd say all the way Look to the R56. Look how sexy this is. Right. That's I'm number one. Yep, that's number one. Number two is people say it's too expensive, which I've been starting to call bullshit to right now because I mean the average price of cars anymore today is uh, like thirty-seven. We it's now between thirty-seven and thirty-nine thousand dollars. Yeah, cars in general are just too expensive, price. right? But 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 minis are not. No, I think I think it, yeah. that that's that's. When somebody yeah. goes, oh, that car is going to be forty thousand dollars, which I got to say, I paid my car right now as it sits brand new and it's you know two and a half months old now was with the stuff that's on it almost 44 i have no problem with that i don't think it was too expensive and i don't sit and tell myself oh well, gee, look at what i could and, 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 and todd and, and todd here's my question to you for people who are like todd that is too expensive for me i can't afford it here's the beauty of it wait two years Wait three years. Wait three years. That yeah, same car, you're going to be able to pick up that car for less. I yeah. guarantee you, the one I do you know I, how much? Do you know how much the the mini? The, sorry, no. you know how much the Motor and File Clubman sold for the JCW Clubman. It was 
It was for sale in the low 30s after one year of my ownership. And I want to know what Todd's uh, JCW is going to end up selling for when it goes. I'll tell you what, my, here's an example. Here's the most recent example. My 2016 JCW that I traded in, yep. it went off lease, right? And had, and had all the things, all the JCW things. This was a factory as close to a GP as you can get with four seats. Right, right. So that thing, I turned it in. It sold for 25 grand. Wow. I almost wow. could have afforded that. It sold for twenty five grand, and it sold in a week. It sat in the lot for a week, and then somebody bought it, and it's wow. still here in town. It's funny because uh, we have did a local you, group. Did you take all so, the graphics off? No, everything is just. <laughs> and it's funny because it gets tagged all the time, and people are tagging me. Oh, I saw you somewhere. That's not my car anymore. That wasn't me. <laughs> I haven't owned that car for two months. Stop it. All right. <laughs> but anyway, but anyway, so yeah, you're right, Gabe. You can. You can wait and save, but here's my point. And when people say that, they're like, "Well, you know what else I could get for forty grand? I can buy a used car." I'm like, "No, not used. What else, brand new? Can you go out on the market? You named three cars, and I bet you can't name one that you can buy that is as good as that for the same price." I totally agree. So totally that agree. I'm I'm crying BS on people. And and, and some some asshole is going to be like, "Oh, I can buy a golf with this and that." Like, I you know what? One out, even a golf R. And you're going to be the same price as a JCW. It is no more affordable <laughs> than a JCW. It's just not. They're one to one. All right. Shall, shall we move on to the, yes, move on. the last topic? So yes, the last topic of the night is the fourth. It's all leading up to this, guys. The fourth wall. The fourth generation <laughs> mini. Don't break yeah. the fourth wall. Yeah. The fourth, a.k.a. the fourth wall. So the fourth generation mini. So so the 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 whole the whole like oh like you know oh shit, what are we gonna do? Like this is this is what happened a couple of years ago with BMW. They looked at this and they said, okay, so you know guys, we got together in this meeting to plan the fourth generation mini, and everybody's like, wait a second, let's think about this for a second. Um, the new platform, the the FAR, F A A R, German acronyms by the way are very awkward. The FARR, which is the the follow-up to the UKL platform, which is a BMW front drive platform, is going to be more sophisticated and slightly larger than before. And so they all probably looked around and said, well, wait a second, that that's probably a bad thing for many, right? Like, Because we already know that the UKL platform was kind of a little bit too large for the small minis. Mm-hmm. Everybody is complaining about the front overhang, rightfully so. And everybody at BMW is like, God, we gotta gotta do something about that front overhang. We all hate it too, right? And so they they realize that this is this is a bad idea. Now, secondly, secondly, they also realize that man, I feel like we missed the boat on the electrification of this car. They really, really internally believe that they they missed the boat, i.e., they should have planned ahead and they should have looked at Right about two, two, you know, 2020, many becoming electric, and not just retrofitting the F56, but truly becoming an electric brand. And so, that all kind of came to a head a couple of years ago, and they realized we need to do something different for the small minis. We need to do something that feels more mini and more true to the brand. And so, they realized they could not create a bespoke platform because, as you can imagine it's going to cost an enormous amount of money. Right. And BMW is a relatively small automaker. Right. They couldn't partner with PSA. They were already partnering with other people. They couldn't partner with Volkswagen. They couldn't partner with they couldn't partner with anybody. So 
they realize that the majority of invest the majority of electric vehicle invest uh, in investments was happening in China. And it's happening in China because the government is mandating a certain percentage of electric vehicles sold. And so therefore these companies have to make electric vehicles. And so the know-how, the sort of critical mass of knowledge, if you will, around electric vehicles is shifting to China because of what the government is asking them to do. And so BMW has is basically realizing that they need to partner with somebody in China to support the critical mass of, you know, more or less the economies of scale for many so they could produce an all electric mini as the follow up to the F56. And they have chosen the company that you and I, we've never heard of, but apparently sells more cars than anybody could ever imagine. Great wall called great wall motors. Right. And they will be co-developing the next generation platform for the next generation many which, which will essentially be an electric city car that car not city car yeah. that car will be all electric per the current sort of understanding from bmw so that car will not be a city car that car will be equivalent to the to the current hatch in terms of size all right. Maybe a tiny bit smaller, but it would be roughly equivalent in terms of interior volume. All right. And that car will be produced in Oxford, England, as well as China. Well, so so far as we know now, I mean, BMW keeps threatening every other day to stop Brexit. Well, out. they they haven't threatened anything about stopping production. In well, they uh, they haven't they haven't they they've stopped they they, they have stopped production. Covid. They talked about closing the the Cowley plant. So no, no, no. Well, they 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 have not officially talked about that. They have talked about well. I mean, and frankly, Todd, here when it comes down to it, the Cowley plant makes engines. Yeah. I mean, that they may not need that. Yeah. You know, in the, in the future, but they have they have been very clear that that the Oxford plant will be making electric minis in the future, and so as will China. Um, so that's so that's kind of the the high level. So, but all that said, they decided that really late in the game. Never mind all this. I mean, I know there's like a million thought, thoughts there. Like, oh my god, like after 2023, is there only going to be small? Like the only small mini I can buy is it going to be electric? Um, good question. Let's get back to that in a in a second. Now you look at the F56 and you realize like, oh my god, this car is going to be produced for 10 years. That's yeah, that's a long time for really BMW. long. Yeah. It's really long. So, you know, it's it's interesting. It brings up some interesting possibilities. So for one, you can make new versions of it, like the electric F56. That's a car that's going to be thoroughly re-engineered. What if there's a second LCI or you know, refresh? Hmm. I think that's going to happen. What if the styling actually gets refreshed? I think that's going to happen too. Well, I think what it's got to happen because Gabe, we live in a world where people get, you know, tired of the old things. They're like, I want something new, something innovative, you know, something fresh. Mm-hmm. Instead of driving around in my ten-year-old car, which is fine, it's adequate. But yeah, I'd really like to have a Tesla. That's cool. Yeah. to have features like like a Tesla or something like that. So and, it's it's, it's going to happen for sure, for sure. So I think it's going to be something that you know we're going to see this happen. 
um, in conjunction with this electric car. So this all begs the question. When 2023 hits, let's just pretend 2023, that's when the new electric BMW slash Chinese engineered Mini comes out. Now, also, by the way, keep in mind that the rumors I've heard is BMW is defining the engineering of this car. It's it's really the Graywall Motors is providing the economies of scale. So 2023, this car hits the market. And, and, and six months before then, gas prices plunge. And suddenly in the United States and Russia and other places – Nobody, nobody really cares for electric cars that much. Or, yeah, because we're paying because uh, the oil company said, "Oh shit," yeah, or, and they dropped the price of oil down, so gas keeps staying at two bucks a gallon. Right, and, and something happens. Yeah, and 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 you know, suddenly, like, there's just not as much interest as, as BMW thought. What is going to happen? Because they're they've got the F fifty six, and if they play their cards right, it can still be totally relevant. Right. Do they keep producing it? Interesting. I believe they're going to wait until the last possible second to make that call. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. It's tough. We could do many, many hours on the uh, yeah. geo. I mean, we could see, Todd, we could <laughs> oh, see shit. a GP released in 2020. We could see another version of the GP released in 2022. Oh. That's insane. To think, yeah. to think about what, you know... Here's the crazy thing: the GP traditionally has been the the swan song of a generation right. of cars. Okay, it was the end of it. It it kind of yeah, it pretty much was in 2013. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, the, yeah. it's always the R- end of an era, right? In 2006, it was the end of the R53 generation. Yeah. So now it's coming out in 2020. Is that you know the question is. It's not going to be the end of the F56 generation, but they're going to have to make some big changes. Call it at like a major LCI or a second LCI. Or I think I think I believe they're going to do a second LCI, yeah. and I believe they're going to up horsepower and increase efficiency on on all the ICE engines. I think that there there's going to be and and keep in mind we're not even talking about the large minis. The large minis are fine. The the Countryman and Clubman, they're going to be moving to the FAR platform, the F A A R platform. Right. And that's and they're going to be fine. And and the Countryman's going to come out. The Clubman's dead, by the way. Right. I mean, yeah. If anybody's curious, the Countryman is going to be you know, country, it's going to be a third generation. The Clubman's going to go away. We're going to see a uh, a four door coupe of the of the of the Countryman. And the rumors okay. point to a more rugged version of the Countryman. Yeah, as I well think coming out. that the four, the the existing four door and the Clubman need to morph into something that is a little somewhere in between where the four door is now and the Countryman. Yeah, like a smaller <clears throat> Countryman. That would be I think cool. That, and they kind of missed the mark for it because right now that is one of the hottest selling. I- yeah, I think what they're going to do is I think they're going to make a little SUV out of the next generation small mini. Yeah, and it's going to be all electric. And I think you're right, Todd. I think, but if you look at it, I mean, all the other automakers with hatches like that, they're getting rid of the two door, not the four door, or sorry, the, they're nope. getting rid of the three door, not the five door. And right. if you look at sales, the the five door is is. Uh, like, oh, come on! Outselling the the, the three door. Hmm. Yeah, it's close. Which to it. which sucks because it looks like shit. Yeah, it does. It's a horrible car. 
I'm yeah, sorry if you own like... one and you're listening. I, my apologies. It's not my. It's my opinion. You're entitled to your opinion too. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but I'm on a podcast. So I'm going to tell you about mine. Right. I'm going to tell you. I don't like the four door. Right. I and I know people who have had it. And it was funny because Gabe, I saw that picture you posted to Instagram. You getting in the back seat and you're like, oh. nope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's 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 tough, man. Nope. Yeah, it's tough. You know, I think, I, and I've been giving this some thought, and I don't know why, but I just have. I think the four door. Sorry about that. That was me. I think the four door. If you were to slam it, Chad, I know Chad's going to be with me. Slam it, give it maybe an exhaust, dark tint the windows, a cool wrap job. I think it could be passable. No, just move. Uh, I, I know, and some DB, cool, and some right. cool wheels, and some cool. But wheels. let me Chad? give you some numbers really quickly, guys. So in in last year, February two thousand eighteen. Um, Cooper, so sorry, the two door versus the four door. Two door sold 715, four door 434. 2019, one year on, the two door sold 566, four door sold 512. So that gap is closing. Yeah. It just goes to show people will buy ugly cars. I mean, they sold the Fiat 500XL for crying out loud. People bought that. That's true. All right, la- last topic, guys. It's got to be last one because we're already really running why late to the Why are countrymen sales crashing? Uh, because everybody's buying Volvo SE, uh, SEs and stuff. They're crashing. They're down 26%. Meanwhile, the four-door we just talked about, up 18%. The convertible, 13%. For God's sake, the Clubman is up 3%. Well, The countrymen, down 26.5 you know that might be that might come back around to a price issue because at some point there's going to be a tipping point for how much somebody's going to pay for a me it's like disneyland right the disneyland sent on a survey 25 years ago before they started really up, up in the prices and they're saying what at what point will you no longer go to disneyland Right, and I think the countryman might be at that tipping point where it is getting to the point where it is no longer uh, a reasonably priced car for people that are looking for a car in the thirty thousand dollar range, and they go, "Ooh, I'd really get that clubman or the countryman," but mm, it's forty grand and it's ten thousand dollars over budget, and I can't afford that. No, you can buy a, a very nicely equipped countryman for thirty five or under. Well, okay, so I stand corrected, but I, I mean, still, I still I think, think I still think it's a price thing. We just did the. I mean, I did the whole experience last year with the with the in laws. Yeah. You know, where they were looking for a Hyundai, they looked at everything from a Kia to a Hyundai. By the way, and this is for a future reference too. My last trip to Vegas, we rented the uh, what's the what's the little uh, Hyundai? No, the little one. The the, the Kia the Ford. Kona. Was it the uh, is that the is it a Hyundai that makes the Kona or is it? Kia? I, I think so. Kia. Well, we rented a Kona anyway, and it did. It was it was not bad. So speaking of the small SU, like the the mini Ute, if you it's will. a Hyundai. Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty decent. Kind of a oh ugly that car. thing, it's kind of ugly. That's getting that cladding all over the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I bet the Countryman's better looking. I don't, I don't know, Gabe. I I think it's an interesting topic. That's that a we very can, that's uh, a very interesting topic, I, Gabe. Really I think quick, January, what's your February thought? sales. Yeah, Jane, Jane, what's that? Oh no, Todd, I know where you're going. Go ahead. Yeah, January and February sales, I think we have to throw out the window because like 60% of the entire country was under like three feet of snow and four degrees. But even still, Todd, you know what? January and February, you know what they had in common? The countrymen crashed. Right, right. Well, I think everything crashed. No, it did, but not not minis. That's not true. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if you look at it, the only thing was that was down was the Tudor hardtop and the countrymen. 
well, down from the previous year, which was also shit. That's yeah, what, but it, 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 but it's weird. All the other, look at I get it, but here. all the other, all the other <laughs> models were up. No, no, I don't care. It's only <laughs> over year over year. And I know, but two months in a row. I still say same look, same numbers. I look at more of a four year, five year trend on these things and go. These are where you start extrapolating the better mm-hmm. information, other than year over year, because I think it's a wrong-headed way. No, Car, cars last. Uh, long. I, I think that no, I think you're right, but but it is interesting because the countryman has never been down ten percent for right. two months, yeah. like not even one month for two months. It was down, Todd, over twenty percent for two months in a row. Yeah, it's pretty horrible. Well, here's here's another theory I have on that, Gabe, as far as January, February sales go. They're so skewed because the end of the year in December, so many dealers Much end up worse. punching these cars, yeah. and, you know, put them on RDR lists, uh, you know, as as being sold when they're not really sold, like they'll turn them into loaners or whatever. But they still they don't show up until late or, you know, they show up in December sales. So when they actually sell in January, February, they don't show up on the on the real sales, right? And it's a shitty thing, and it's not just Mini that does it. Every car company does this, so it takes three, four full months of the year for everybody to get off the the funny games they played in November, December to close out the year well, right? Okay, um, and I think there's so many factors you can't just go. Oh, countrymen sales are crashing. Well, you know what? Maybe there was a dealer that punched eighty of these things in December. <laughs> and you know, it's, they, and you know it's, I'm up. looking at this number. It's three. It's almost 360 units exactly down. 300. It's 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 359 units down from the year prior. So that's three. That's three per dealer. Three per dealer. Done. There you go. Solved it. What's next? That's it. That's it. Fixed it. Done. Yeah, <laughs> because they're 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 horrible. But I think you can't really look at January, February in the U.S. this year just because right. winter sucked. Well, let's and, and and I'll I'll end it this way. I would love to hear from motoring advisors who are listening. I would love to hear what they think. There aren't any and, left, Gabe. <laughs> well, there are. They post their motoring file. I they post everywhere. I I, I see them. And comment comment below. On, I if would, you're listening on motoring file, go ahead and comment. I, go back I would to love to hear from comment. Them. And and the last thing I'll say is I feel for them. You know these guys yeah. and girls are working hard. They're great, and um, in some cases they're still doing well. In other cases they're not. And, yeah, and unfortunately and, uh, I still think yeah. the problem with sales in general is the R fifty six. That is you know, the problem with Mini Cooper sales. I, but and it's going to take a, kind of it's, bullshit. It's, though. It is bullshit, but Gabe, that's because the way that's... the market works. Because everybody else, you, you you see it all day long on the internet. Everybody's there was a, a story on Jalopnik for crying out loud about what car should I buy, and the guy got burned by an R fifty six. That was on Jalopnik, no, uh, and then everybody oh, I, else. I, I, sorry, and Patrick George says, yeah, yeah, "Oh, yeah, yeah. I got burned by an R fifty six. Oh, I got burned so by an R fifty six. I thought you I thought you said F fifty six. No R R R R. So so you're you're no you're totally that's right. a, that's no, a DB, I'll that's, change. I'll change a, my my answer. You're that is totally a ten right. year battle that they're gonna they're gonna be going up upstream. Uh, why? With, with why no do you think? 
because of that. Why damn do you car. think? And the, the thing I forgot to mention in this in this is why do you think I wrote the entire this entire article about can MIDI overcome its history of quality problems? Yeah, I mean the reality is clickbait. Since, Sorry, since, really. dude, how no, is that? Just, dude, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> it's an actual Relax. article that I wrote. Relax. Since since the original mini. The yeah. original Mini wasn't necessarily built that great. No. The, 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 the first well-built Mini in the history of the brand, this is, this is fucking, sorry, wow, did I say that? This the ZR, is the ZR50. No, this is going to get some, some comments. The first well-built Mini was built in 2013. It, uh, no, I, I would disagree. I, I would you say, haven't owned one. I would say 2002. With the R fifty, no, that's, no. Uh, that was one of the worst. That was the worst built car I've ever had in my life. Yeah, it, <laughs> I mean, it was one of my favorites, but it was the worst. Two, two to three, they did a lot of changes, but yes, thirteens are actually pretty decent. He, he's actually talking about the roadster. He's actually talking about the roadster and the coupe, Chad. No, yeah. I'm not. I'm, 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 I'm talking about the F fifty six. Anyway, we can debate that later. Yeah, but that's that's mine. That's I'll end on that. Wow. Okay. Let me. I'm gonna let you guys. <laughs> You guys decompress for a minute. I want to remind you about one of the other fine sponsors here underneath the white roof, our friends over at Craven Speed. Now, look, we all live in the great state, this great land of the United States. Not all of us. I know some of you guys live uh, elsewhere, and you aren't burdened by the same nanny rules that we are here in the United States. If you happen to be, well, I might be able to help you out here at Craven Speed. Every state in the union now, you can't use your phone when you drive. Thank God. They just, Arizona's finally coming out of the dark ages and we are no longer allowing people to hold their phone in their car when they drive. So you need a way to hold your phone in your car. You want to be able to see a text message. You want to be able to just touch and like navigate through your navigation or just to swipe through the next song, right? You don't want to have to pick your phone up like an animal and hold it so you can't see what you're doing. You need like ready access, but you don't want to have to hold it. You want to go over to Craven Speed. Craven Speed's got the Gemini phone mounts. Let me tell you guys, this piece is freaking amazing. And they have it for damn near every car. You just want to go over there and just buy one. Quit screwing around with those $20 shitty Chinese things you're getting off of Amazon. They suck. Go over to Craven Speed and get a Gemini. Trust me, they've got one possibly well, for and, your and car. Well, Craven Speed makes them right there. Like yeah, they, they, they build them right there. They're they're designed in house. They if, prototype. If you want to, if you want to support a, a, a U.S. company yeah. that makes products in the U.S. and 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 create something based on their own design. This is it. This is this is where you need to buy. Not only that, but Craven Speed's a OG sponsor, right? Of the Dragon, of Motoring File, of White Roof Radio, since like day one, right? These guys are awesome, and there's a reason why because they make really cool stuff. Uh, don't forget the full line of Miata stuff, Mini stuff, duh. Fiat 500 stuff. If you're one of the Fiat 500 owners out there, I know there's some of you out there. You can't hide from me, but they've got stuff for the Fiat 500. They have stuff for dang near every kind of every brand of car. It might just be a stubby antenna, but there's stuff for a lot of different brands, even if you don't have a Mini. However, Mini Cooper owners. Okay, let's get off the Gemini phone mount, shall we? Just for a moment. If you are still rocking an R53, the first generation Mini Cooper S, and somehow you managed to come across a perfect grandma car, never been modified at all, and you want a little bit more oomph out of it, Chad, they're going to get the Craven Speed pulley, right? Right. That's what Chad said. He says right, and he, he, he whispered it in my ear. Uh, you've got any Mini with a dipstick. Yes. You're, you're, you're a little late. <laughs> that was kind of funny, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you have any mini with the dipstick you're gonna get the craven speed dipstick because it doesn't break and it's easy to read unlike the r56 dipstick which was just rubbish just throw that thing in the trash and get a craven speed dipstick trust me on that 
Really, it's better. Um, plus a whole host of other things. Just click over and you can see all of it. Craving Speed's awesome. Like I mentioned, they've been sponsor, OG sponsor, Motoring Final, White Refredo, and Mini Coopers on the Dragon forever. Right? They're born and raised Portland, Oregon, since 2005. They prototype everything in-house. It's made of unobtainium and other cool uh, materials that you've never heard of before. But it lasts forever, and it's super well-built. I've had like a car full of Craven Speed parts before, and I love it. Go over there, check it out. Please, CravenSpeed.com. As an added bonus, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something that's really cool about Craven Speed. You go to Craven Speed, and you're going to buy it from their website, great. And there's a place to leave a comment, and you're going to tell them, thanks for supporting White Refredo. Don't forget that part. But you don't go to Craven Speed. But you're, you remember me talking about Craven Speed, and you're at you're Detroit Tuned, or you're at uh, Helix, or you're over-talking to Jerry here in Arizona, or your guy, whoever. You're talking away down in Georgia. It doesn't matter. You're at your guy, and you go, hey, I want some Craven Speed parts on my car done that's the next best thing they love it when you guys do that they would almost rather you go to your guy and let your guy order the craven speed parts for you and install them properly on your car perfect they don't mind that go do it now craven speed cravenspeed.com thank you Whew. what's next anything nope. all right hey gabe that's it. gabe thanks for joining us Oh, it's my pleasure. Because we don't get Gabe very often, and he made us it's into a long he made us into a long show this week, um, Sorry. which is uh, totally totally okay. Chat, we did on motoring already. You missed it, man. And um and we wanted to talk about other stuff, but there was a lot of news to get caught up on. So I'm glad we were able to do that. We will be getting back on the two shows a month schedule. I hope we'll see. I, I bought a house, and that's kind of what threw us off. And I apologize for the delay and not having a show. Who's excited? It. Who's excited to get their cars out for the spring that they've been like? Oh, 40. me, Duh. me. I'm putting oh my summer tires on this weekend, Gabe. No, you're not. Oh my god, my, oh, yeah. I've got two. I've got two cars that have have not been driven in like four months. Has Mister Peterson switched to summers, Todd? Who cares? It's going to be in the 60s here for <laughs> seven straight days. And my rule is 50 degrees for 50 degrees plus for five straight days. Summer tires go back on, and yeah. that's happening this week and i'm doing it all right i'm gonna put my summer tires oh. back on too which guarantees <laughs> it's gonna snow a foot between me <laughs> yeah <here>. exactly <laughs> we had tor- tornadoes tonight through here so yikes like. no you know because i bought a house you know what i'm actually excited to do i'm actually excited to do a proper driveway car wash and detail on my car <laughs> i was gonna say mow the lawn well that too i'm excited to mow the lawn no i have my car hasn't had a proper wash in over a year oh it's so bad it's almost embarrassing. Like, I couldn't drive it to Amviv. You're going to have to get out the chisel, man. <laughs> I might have to get out the chisel. It's pretty bad. You should clay bar it first and then detail it. Well, Chad, I know how this works, dude. Come on. Not my <laughs> Come on, man. I know how to detail it. He just brushed his shoulder off, by the way. That's what he did. <laughs> yeah, and, and there's, a, there's a routine that I have to do in this car. Both cars, actually, will be getting at this and the 5 Series. We'll be uh, getting full exterior details here in the very, very soon, very near future. Um, but anyway, like I mentioned, I apologize for the delay in getting you guys shows. Uh, we are getting back on track, so just make sure you stay subscribed. That would be truly, truly awesome. One more time. Anybody have anything else? Gabe, anything? Oh, I'm out. Chad, Detroit Tune. What's Chad, you went round and round about Amazon on Detroit Tune. Do you have extra purses you're trying to get rid of? What is it you're trying to get rid of? We need to sell it. It's in everybody's time to go by. What are we trying to get? Yeah, I mean, we're uh, unfortunately we're we're ending our uh, uh, 
wholesale account with uh, our purses because they decided to end the wholesale account. Oh. Uh, so those are all on special. I mean, they're all on sale, like super, super on sale. Okay. Um, we're getting ready for the dragon right now. Yes. Like we are expanding our tuning capabilities. Like oh. there's a ton of stuff going on. I, I am. So Chad, at, if, if I have a, if I have a, a countryman, JSW, what could, what could you, could you, could you give me more horsepower? Oh yeah. 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 yeah we just, we'll throw a quick RPM tune on it. Done. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. There you we go. And, by, a and by remote control horsepower. Too. Really? Wait, how many? 50 horsepower. Nice! Wow. Yeah, Gabe, I've got two. I've got two eighty in my JCW right now. There you go. Oh, nice! All right. So you have to just click over to Tritune and make sure you book some time with Chad if you're going the Dragon. You want him? Mar- is Marzo going? Yes, Marzo's going. So uh, Nick is going. We're gonna have group. a lot of uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of new tuning solutions there at the Dragon. There's nice. gonna be like plug and play flash stuff really easy nice. um, and it's going to give you anywhere from 20 to 30 horsepower on average wow but you know depending on what you have on your car you know yeah. it could be more all right all it's right. just it's it's like the old it's like it's like the pulley yeah, yeah. Like yeah. The old it, pulley it, party. it really is <laughs> uh we were kind of testing it on my girlfriend's jetta and we literally put 30 horsepower and 44 foot pounds of torque and that wow. car went from it's kind of boring. I don't really want it. It's big. It's kind of you know, to oh, this car's kind of got some getting getting go. It's like, got a little bit of stuff it, to it. It's fun now. Like it, wow. you know, that in a short shift and it was like, wow, this really has a little more drivability to it. So. Nice. Nice, very cool stuff. Uh, that, of course, all available to Tritune to Tritune.com. Of course, if you're within five hours of Chad's voice, you're, he's your shop anyway. But make sure you go check him out at Minis on the Dragon. We're going to try to get Barry on before the event actually happens. Uh, that, of course, Minis on the Dragon happening May 1st through 5th. Fontana, Fontana Village, North Carolina, as always, Minis on the Dragon.com. If you just do a search for Minis on the Dragon, uh, Google will take you right there to Minis on the Dragon.com. Yep. Take it right there. Boom. Done and done. If you have no idea what we're on about, this is the Mini Cooper event of the year. If you can uh, make it, if at all, if there's any chance that you can make it down there, I highly recommend it. Uh, just for another reason, you get to meet everybody so, that walks around introducing themselves by their NAM screen names. It's also very relaxing. What's NAM? <laughs> exactly, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mini I'm, Cooper's I'm, online. I'm, 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 uh, yeah, MCO. I'm DB will do on the boards. Huh? Huh? I, think I, I think I designed that logo. <laughs> right. You probably, I, I, you I probably know, did. I, I, know I, I know, I know, I did. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a that's old school right there. Those of you who remember MCO, raise your hands. Good grief. No, 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 Nam. Oh yeah, Nam. Also, Nam's still there. No, no, no that's what I'm saying. I designed, I designed that. that oh, logo. you did, that you was, did the one for Nam. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Years that. ago. I thought you just did yeah. the one for uh, for Mark over at MCO. No, uh, did I? I don't know. I don't know. And here, just because we're going old school, GoMotoring.com update is going to be uh, temporary and not available <laughs> as we are changing to uh, a lot of new content. We'll be oh. relaunching the week of December 12th. Um, and none of the images are there now, by the way. It's completely Wait, what broken. is it? Is it? What's the site? Uh, GoMotoring.com. Oh, gomotoring.com. Yeah, gomotoring.com. check it out. Yeah, go check it out. It's still uh, it's still looks like it's, looks still like it's looking for coming. Not, still going to be like coming, it's coming in December 12th. 9 months. Yes. 
All right, well, nine I'll, I'll nine, wait nine, nine months. Nine years and nine months. Nine maybe. years and nine months. Mm, I like there's tables here with no images. Yeah. <laughs> wonder, uh-huh. wonder, what's, wonder what's happening there. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I wish there was a date on this file, like in the source, but there's just not because I would really want to know how long it's been there. I think it's like 2009. I think so, dude. It's been there for at least 10 years. Just completely <clears throat> dead. So funny. Anyway. Oh, well. <laughs> That's funny. Like That's really bucks worth of like like uh, domain fees. F W I W. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, gang, uh, thanks again for sticking with us. We do appreciate it. Um, this is a part of the show though where I do. I obviously I'm gonna double check. Uh, Todd's good. Chad's good. Gabe's good. Yeah, we're good. This is part of the show we're gonna go and shut it down. So I do like to make a funny clicking sound, and then I say. Questions, comments, or concerns, go ahead and click back over to whiteroofradio.com. There you can leave us a note in the show notes. You can also email us feedback, whiteroofradio.com, which actually works thanks to nobody who told me that it was broken. Uh, anyway, until next time, gang, this is DB. I'm done. Cheers. See ya. All right, we're recording again. Let's do episode number 600. And 54 for this 18 months after the last one, March 14th, 2019. That's a lie. Here we go. We even done one this year? Yeah, we did one January 27th. This might take me two tries to do the intro, so just just calm your tits and give me a minute. Here we go. One, two, and three. What? Really quick. What? We have to bleep that. Well, this gets... This part gets cut off until 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 the part where it starts right here. You're listening to the world famous White Roof Radio. Well, shit, and then Todd starts talking. <laughs> you should you should go. By the way, you should go like old school Alex Trebek, where it's just like, you know, die. Shit, God damn it! No, no, no. no. You ever heard his <laughs> yes. his? Uh, yes. Or yeah. the best part? Have you, you guys ever seen Winnebago Man? Yeah, yes, Winnebago Man. Winnebago I thought of that. Man. Somebody yeah. got a script. <laughs> yeah, the, the, Except- the best, the best is the best is the flies. It's like, oh, yeah. it's like, god damn jackass. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love that. Except I don't want to do that much <laughs> editing. the The number of beeps required for that would just that would just be a production project. In Tony, 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 if you it's get the flies, like- man, we've got flies. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. And me, I don't want to hear any more yelling, and that includes me. There you, yes. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Can I? Let me try to do an intro again. Yes, Ready? Please. Going on mute. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> One and a two. You're listening to the world famous White Roof Radio, Wolfcast number six hundred and fifty-four, recorded March fourteenth, twenty nineteen. Tonight, brought to you by Gabe Coughing, apparently. I'm not going to do an intro this week. Screw it. We'll just start the damn show. Um, I was on mute. Thank you, Chad. Sorry. Gabe, Gabe, can you go on mute? Can you figure out how to mute your headset for me? No, no, no. I can go on mute. I just I just violently put my cup down. Well, I, I, I heard you drinking. Sorry. And it's a nightmare. All right. I'm so. on mute. Bye-bye. <laughs> Please love something fun at the end of the show. You're welcome. Here we go. <clears throat> One more time. Jesus. You're listening to the world-famous White Roof Radio with guest number 654, recorded March 14th, 2019. Brought to you, of course, by our good friends over at OutMotoring.com, CravenSpeed.com, and MotoringStripes.com. Mini performance, speed, and style. That's, wait, MotoringStripes.com. One more try.